Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rani. Hero Huggers by Rani encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rani improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Hookers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. No animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Welcome to this week's episode of Drag Me Out. I'm fresh off the slopes, Cass. <laughs> and I'm Turkish hooker blonde, Haley. And we're just going to be talking our regular shit. A little bit of new shit, some all star shit, some pancreas shit, and the normal shit for however long. Old girl over here figures out how long the episode's going to be. Correct. Yep. So, I've had a couple of weeks off. Mm-hmm. How's your time off been? Where have you been? Who have you done it with? And were you safe? First of all, I'm married, so I haven't done it with anyone and we're never safe. Two pieces of evidence that you're yelling at (laughs) while we're recording episodes makes me think that you are correct. Yes, that's correct. Um, No, just doing work and that's pretty much it. All good. All good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you cause you didn't bother to ask me, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what have I been doing? I haven't really been doing a lot. I've just been, uh, on the DL, on the down low, uh, sorting out little bits and pieces for a late expo boof, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which half of it hasn't eventuated, but that's fine because you know what? We're here for fun. We're here to have a laugh. We're here to meet some people. If things don't go according to plan, 
Blame it on the edit. Even though we're going to be recording live. Blame it on the edit. What else have I done? I went to my local mall today. Uh, got the hairs trimmed a little bit to uh, freshen up a little bit. Um, what else did I do? Oh, fucking Priceline at fucking 11.30 on a fucking Thursday. Is it, is it pension day today? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was the shortest in the line by about 30 years. And the woman in front of me, because like, I, you know, like in Priceline, how they give you your prescription in the bag mm-hmm. with the with the seal on it. Old Edna in front of me had like three of those fucking things chock-a-block full. So she was getting a Crestor going, a Lipitor, I, I'm just guessing. Her Crestor going or her Lipitor going, you know, some arthritis shit, some let's lower the blood pressure shit. She had the whole thing going on. She did. And then what made it worse was there were two people serving, about 17 people in line. Everybody in line had at least, they need to have like a five items or less aisle, like register, mm-hmm. because these old loves had easily more than five items at one. The problem was when you sent me the text message asking me to get you something from Priceline, I was already in the car. I'd booked out. That's if funny. I had... If I had have gone back to get it, I think I'd still be in fucking line. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll get it tomorrow. It's, mm-hmm. I just thought you were there at the mall and then I was like, yeah, if it's too late, whatever. Uh, and then the chick, when I went to get my hairs did, she introduced herself and she's a mumbler and I don't have very good hearing mm-hmm. at the best of times. She was a mumbler. And when she introduced herself, all I got was fun-lun-lun. So the whole time I was there, anytime she asked me a question, my response was, yes, love. <laughs> I couldn't tell, couldn't tell you what her name was. Nice and to meet then, you, Flibble. And then, and so when I left I, um, and I was paying, I could see that they had like business cards with their names written on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm scanning the names. There was about eight or nine different names. And I'm scanning the names and I'm trying to look for something that resembles like Flibble. And there was like, there was like, Sarah, Rhiannon, all of these other names. And I said to the girl who um who who I was paying to, I said to her, I said, Oh, what was the name of the girl that did my hair? And she fucking mumbled too, and all I heard was <laughs> So when she was kind of so I'm going, okay, it starts with an F. So I was looking like for Fiona, Philomena, all of that. None of those names were on those business cards. So what was she just a, a stand-in for the day? I don't yeah. know. No, but maybe she didn't know her name. You did a great job. <laughs> I was having a great old time chatting with her because she was like, oh, what's going on? Like, are you working today? I said, no, 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 no. I've got time off. And she said, so what's going on? And I said, oh, I just, I've got a convention this week. I just left it at convention. And she said, oh, what kind of a convention? And I went, oh, fuck it. Just so I said, oh, I'm going to a drag convention. She's are you going to drag expo? And I went, yeah. And, and I said, we actually have a booth there. She's, oh my God, we're going on Sunday. So Flamina is going to be there? So when she comes over, because she said, oh, I ask her name. Her. <laughs> yeah, 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 Kenya. So if she comes over and starts talking to me and everything, you can just walk up and go, my name's Hayley and you are? Yeah, sure. All right. Just give me like a sign. Like it has to be like a, I don't know, baseball sign. Do you want me to just do one of those? Can you find out 
her name for me, please? And just like stand over the top of her and point. I'd be like, can you turn out find out her name for me, please? Because I can't spell it. <laughs> Although so, you could get her to follow us and write her name down on the raffle ticket. Mm. Could. Could. I could. Mm-hmm. I could. I could. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, we went. I, I got new wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, not I didn't get remarried. I didn't marry somebody else. It's just that with the weight loss, uh, the wedding ring that I had on was way too big, and I'd been keeping it pretty good. But then, um, so we went on the Saturday. I have not done the jewelry experience as such. Like our wedding rings, we just walked into the local jewelry shop, bought a couple of rings had to wait six weeks for one of them for them to turn up in our size because you know they don't have everything there and all of that so I kind of thought that that was going to be the thing that happened mm-hmm. um but we went to a slightly up marketplace uh where you have to make an appointment to go to which we did and we went and so in my head I was going, okay, they'll ask us for a deposit and then, you know, six weeks, three months, or however long it is, they'll give us a call, the rings will be in and we have to pay the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I had never stepped foot into one of these places before, so it was the whole champagne experience with the handmade chocolates or the, what do you call it, um, the cocktails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were boring and just had sparkling water. Uh, so we did all of that. And so when they were actually like putting the rings on and we were trying them, they're going, Oh, you need to have another size down. I went down four sizes from my actual wedding ring size, Mm -hmm. which was nice. You know, slim is good. Doesn't matter where it is. And, uh, and so I was going, okay. So he told us the price of both of the rings together and I went, okay. So I was preparing for, and then he goes, and then he just brings out like this tray and he goes, Oh, this is your size here. Like, we'll just, you want it? And I said, well, we can like pay for it thinking we were still depositing and uh, he goes oh, I'll just box them all up for you and uh, we'll go around the corner because you know the place that I went to you do not do your sales in public and um, yeah we walked out with the rings and then we went and saw Ursula Carlson on Saturday night and when anytime we go and see a show now and I applaud I have to take the ring off my wedding finger and put it on my middle finger so it doesn't fly off while I'm clapping mm. So we had a little bit of a discussion about it on Sunday and uh, bling, she's wearing the newie. It's beautiful. We got matchy matchy, a little bit her, a little bit of the missus in the ring, a little bit of me in the ring. We're all good. So that was me. Actually, you did remind me of something that I did. Yeah. So I got, I got to body skin. Yeah. How'd you go? So. Uh, the last body scan I had was July, right? So, and I had this body scan at on the first of the fifth, so the start, so the start of this month. Nine and a half, ten months ago, yeah, yeah. So, just in comparison, I'll give you a quick, quick rundown. So, in comparison, my body fat mass. In July was fifty nine point four kilos. It is now twenty six point eight kilos. So that well, that's less halved, basically. Almost, yeah. Then my weight um, is down is eighty point three. Um, I think I'm lower than that now. My BMI went from forty one point six to twenty nine point five. 
Wow. My percentage of body fat was 52%. I'm now at 33. Mm-hmm. And then, so the comparison between, okay, the, the circumferences of everything. So my neck was 44.3 centimeters. It is now 36.4 centimeters. So I lost a chin. Eight, eight centimeters off my neck. You lost a chin. <laughs> um, my chest is down 115 centimeters to 100 centimeters. My abdomen is 130 centimeters down to 100, no, down to 95 centimeters. Um, my thighs, thick thighs, save lives. Save lives. I only lost four centimeters, but I've always had really big thighs and I'm happy with my thighs. So I don't really tree, care. Tree trunky thick, you know, because yeah. it's for moving furniture, bitch. Yeah. You need, you need that leg strength to get it done. Both my arms lost 10 centimeters. Fun. Uh, my visceral fat went from 20 to 12. It's in good. your angry fat visceral fat level i don't know i think that's the fat around your organs yeah right yep, yeah yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and then so my in body score is 78 out of 100 so 120 being like a bodybuilder um and then i'm and i was 45 out of 100 so higher the better so yeah i just thought the difference was massive in 10 months yeah um that's a 12-year-old Cambodian child right there. I did get called a child today. By who? Like, um, one of my grandmother's friends. She's like, you look oh, see, like that's a 16-year-old. Okay. That's, a, like, that's, a, that's okay. Like, But if someone's saying it in a, like, a, a nasty bitchy way, we're like, fuck you. But No, you no, no, no. She was just like, I didn't even know that was you. Bless like, you, Edna. That's the Botox. Thanks, Jenny. Bless you. Oh, yeah, how's your Botox journey? How's your Botox era going? Good. You can move it. just move your you can just move your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I don't feel it. I very very sad to hear that. <laughs> I don't feel it at all. That news is devastating <laughs> to me. Um no, it's good. I mean, I'll get the Botox in another 2 months or 3 months when I start to be able to feel things again. That's when I'll mm-hmm. pop it in. But yeah, I and have then, a feeling. Give me an injection. Sorry. So I want to talk about with the gastric bypass where now it's starting to get into the colder months. Yeah. We feel the cold and it's, I don't know scientifically why, but I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. We don't, right? have the, we don't have the layer of blubber. Yeah, but skinny people still, okay, so it's got to, so yes, if you're skinny, you might feel the cold, but your body, because you are already skinny, has learnt to try and regulate, yeah. whereas our body has gone from fat to thin quite fast, hasn't really had time, and I don't think we'll ever sort of adjust. Um, we all, and I, I'm always cold now. I'm like constantly cold. Um, well, I'm. It's when I was driving back from the mall today, I looked at the temperature in my car, <clears throat> and it was 14 degrees Celsius, mm. and I can. I'm I'm normally okay with 14. 14 is bottom end of my comfort zone, but I'm comfortable. I was sitting in the car. I didn't have the beanie on. I was sitting in the car and I was freezing, absolutely freezing. And I had the heater on. And so as soon as I walked in, I just, I went straight to the drawer. 
because um and, and thank god i did because I, I actually have feelings in my hands now because i didn't have feeling in my hands it's just ridiculous how i've never been one for feeling the cold never it could be minus five degrees outside and someone would always come up and hold my hand because i was like warm radiate mm. radiator warm and now um it was so cold here the other day that i ended up at lunchtime um I jumped in the shower just to warm up and my hands were red, red raw from all of the blood going down to warm up my hands. It was just, yeah. But, you know, this whole conversation isn't about me. No, no, no it was because we've both had the surgery. <laughs> I'm just saying it was, it, it's, it's one of those things. So be prepared to be cold for the rest of your life. You can always put more clothes on though. I wore a cardigan into the office the other day. <laughs> I was like, because I bought a new leather jacket and, you know, I look cool in it. But I, I felt that it was going to be too cumbersome. So I was like, it's freezing cold outside and I need to be able to get the bus in and walk to the office and everything. And usually a long sleeve, see, when you're bigger, just a long sleeve shirt does it. But now you need to have a jacket. And I was like, I can't really wear a hoodie hoodie as such. I bought a cardigan, but just in case. And it's just as well I did because I ended up just wearing that. It was, But it was lovely warm. Mm. I looked like an old lady in the cardi in the office. Cardigans are just so good because even when it doesn't look like you're dressing up, you kind of look like you're dressing up. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. Is the cardi? I got this. this yeah, like I see. Purchases that didn't exist. I said nothing. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that was that. That reminded me of. I was just looking at the circumference differences. I was like, where? Where did it go? Where did seven centimeters go? Your musings, please. Had a few. Had a few. Okay. Okay. Most of them are questions. Some of them I don't want them answered, but some of them you can. I'm gonna answer anyway. You know that, right? If you give someone a kidney yep. and it doesn't work out, can you get it back? No? Okay. I don't oh, believe so, right. but I could be wrong. I mean, ask Selena Gomez. No, didn't she get a kidney? Yeah. So you, 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 they would have gone through those whole scenarios because you'd have to go through those scenarios. Yeah. Anyway, this one's going to make me sound really dumb. You know, I didn't know that Sydney was the capital of New South Wales. Are you fucking recently. serious? Until very recently. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. Were you absent the day they taught geography at school? Listen. Yeah. I'm going to blame I'm... the ADHD. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I just, I probably learned it or probably just didn't pay attention. And then everyone, because everyone assumes that you know those things, right? So they don't ask you that question. But when you we honestly did... think that your teachers through the years would be like, I would be like, she was born with the knowledge, don't bother? I, honestly, probably. You know the rest of the capitals though, right? Uh, yeah. Western Australia. Well, it's Perth, right? Uh-huh. South Australia. Is that Adelaide? Uh-huh. Northern Territory. Darwin. Uh-huh. See, I know things. Yeah, okay. Wait, 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 wait. We're not done. Queensland. Brisbane. Victoria. Melbourne. 
Tasmania. Over. You sound fucking wild. The state you live in, bitch. To be fair, Canberra is in New South Wales. That's what I thought was the capital. No, 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 no. Canberra is in the Australian Capital Territory. No, I know it the is. Australian but... Capital Ooh. Territory is surrounded by New South Wales. So technically, if I'm incorrect, someone in the comments, although you fuckers don't actually leave comments, someone correct me in the comments, but Canberra is the capital of the Australian Capital Territory. Yeah, that's correct. As well as being Australia's capital. You know that Canberra is Australia's capital, right? But see, that's what I think I got it mixed up with and then I never corrected myself. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What did you think was New South Wales capital? It's not something that I think about. I've never been asked in my <laughs> adult life, what is the capital of New South Wales? No one has ever asked me that question. Okay. All right. You have your moments. You've had your moment. Yeah. Can you? Okay. So when someone way, says way. that you're fluent, <laughs> you're, an, you're an ableist. All right. So... When you're when you, someone says that you're fluent in something, what would you assume? So say I say no. to you that you're fluent in Spanish. What does that mean no. to you? I can speak ninety percent of it. Okay, so can you be fluent in sign language if you don't actually speak it? Yes. I feel it should be another word because when I hear someone saying you're fluent in sign language, it sounds odd. No, you're fluent in sign language. It basically means that you can have conversations and talk about general new musings and nonsense and all of that using your hands in Spanish, in French, blah, 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 blah. We are not fluent in English because there are still words in the English language we haven't heard and don't know. Or don't care about. Or don't care about. Like congruence. I heard that today. Um, <laughs> but there are, there are, there will always still be some words in your native tongue that you don't know. Of course. You know, so no one's ever going to be a hundred percent fluent, but I would say you're pretty fluent if you can speak at least 90%. Yeah. If you can have colloquial conversation in that language and be able to be understood and understand, you're fluent. Why can we drink a drink, but we can't food a food? Fun fact. Okay. The other thing, and I think you you do this, is you use to so say something's really, really far away and you're like, oh, that's miles away. Mm-hmm. Why don't we use kilometers? Why don't we say, hey, that's kilometers away? That's a good point. We're in the metric system. Were you still using the word miles? I don't even know how long a mile is. It's a bit more one than point, a kilometer. 1.6 kilometers. Something like that. Other thing. Okay. Last thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, last two things. Okay. I thought, you know, the female ambulance toilets? Yeah, yeah. Still don't know what they're used for, but I thought that you had to be a female ambulance officer to use them. <laughs> <laughs> How have you managed to get this far in life? I don't know. In, how have you managed to get this far in life in Sydney, which incidentally is the capital of New South Wales? I have never used one because I thought, no, better leave it safe. 
for a female ambulance officer if they need to use it. <laughs> <laughs> ambulance being the singular of ambulance? Yeah, correct. <laughs> we just need one ambulance to the scene. <laughs> because the other one's male, so he's got his own toilet in the other area. No, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Well, you should be leaving it alone anyway because they're for people who are in dire need. Or me because I'm an odd geriatric lady who aren't we all sometimes... in dire need when we go to the toilets yeah oh no because sometimes I go in preparation when I get that little that first little ping and I go better go to the toilet now so it doesn't become a problem right and then last one yeah everybody in heaven naked or do they have clothes on from the funeral because I'm gonna have to really reorganize what I want to wear when I die don't don't they all end up in like white robes with like gold chain, gold rope belts and stuff, but with their own my, overhead lighting. But if I'm in my funeral outfit, if that's going to be a good outfit, I'm going to be in it for the rest of my death life. Yeah, I'm just thinking about getting buried in like active wear. Okay, you got to <laughs> so, be comfy. So yeah. always look comfy, right? Yeah, you got to be comfy. <laughs> give me my, give me my favorite pair of shoes, <laughs> my favorite Adidas shirt, or whatever Ralph Lauren, whatever it is at the time. Give me a good pair of Levi jeans or, or like some, what are the things that the North Shore ladies walk around in all the time? The leisure wear. Lorna Jane. Or Lululemon or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Give me, give me a pair of those, you know, gym pants type thing and send me on my way. Okay. That was it. That was my music this week. Can I tell you a funny story about dressing for a funeral? Yes. Okay. So the first... When I start the story, you're going to go, oh, this doesn't sound funny, but we'll get there, right? So when my grandmother passed away, right, we obviously got got everything organized with the, the funeral home. And so we had to, yeah, because you've got to take the clothes down so they can dress them for the funeral. Mm-hmm. And so we took them down and so everything was all done. And we were at home that night and it was the night before the funeral. So we had no way of contacting the, the funeral parlor. And I was sitting there and I realized and I kind of, like jumped to alert and mom goes what's wrong and I went I forgot to give them underwear to put on her and my mom goes do you think your grandmother's going to be worried about whether or not she's going commando at her own fucking funeral (laughs) so we felt really bad because while we're actually sitting there and it was a very sad somber occasion because you know I adored my grandmother but at the same time I kept thinking to myself she's not wearing underwear in the coffin Almost the whole time I'm going, oh, only a handful of people. I think there was only like four of us that knew. Because um, I, if I remember correctly, my mom didn't hesitate to ring her fucking sisters going, you know, Cassandra forgot to take her like, underwear down for mum for the funeral. Like, dress right. We had lovely clothes for her. Sent down a bra. Didn't send down underwear. <laughs> so... I think she would have seen the funny side of it. So I think everything was okay. I haven't lost sleep over it. But, yeah, the whole time we're sitting there at the funeral being sad and all of that, I kept thinking to myself, if only the people in this room knew, my grandmother is going. Winifred's going commando. Commando. Coats commando. God rest your soul, Nana. I love you and miss you every day. So, yeah. So those were your musings? Yep. Okay, so shall we just get on to the bursting of the fucking pancreas? Yes. 
I've got one. You got one now? Yep, I've got one. Do you care to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Oh, my pancreas. I'm currently watching Vanderpump Rules as a big scandal on it at the moment. But anyway, it's a lot of back and forth on social media. Some people knew about the affair. Some people didn't know about the affair. Anyway, a lot of them are using bros before hoes and the bro code. I just want to, okay, so I distinguish between the two. Bro code to me is like your mate tells you something, doesn't want anyone to know. You don't tell anyone. That's bro code. Mm-hmm. Hoes before bros or bros before hoes could be used for, for all. I, I don't mind that we're referred to as hoes, whatever. Some people do. Whatever. Uteruses before doodoses or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I feel that people use that as an excuse for their friends doing shitty things. Oh, 100%. They, they think it's their escape code. So even if you said to me, Mm -hmm. you were cheating on your wife. Yep. I would say to you, you know what? You got a week to let her know. Cause I'm a teller. If you don't. Yep. And then if you're like, oh, well, hoes before bros or whatever. I'd be like, no, no, no. We're not going to excuse shitty behavior. Cause if you don't want to be my friend, I don't care. Cause I don't want to be your friend. If you're going to be shitty person. Because that's up there with, you know, if someone like says something really nasty to you at work or whatever it is, and you're bitching about them to somebody else and they go, oh, that's just what they're like. That's not an excuse. No, not an excuse. You know, you know what such and such is like. You know what? Their attitude needs to change because you you can't just turn around and say to someone, oh, you're a fuckwit for no reason. Mm. And then everyone go, oh, that's such and such. She's always like that. It's unacceptable. I'm not a fan. So that whole fucking bros before hoes thing is bullshit too. Fuck off. No. And it happens a lot when you have older gentlemen in the workforce and they refer to everybody as love or whatever it is. And they're like, oh, he says that to everybody. So if I'm uncomfortable with it yeah, and he needs to stop, <laughs> don't care if he's been doing it for 40 years. Yeah. Like, so anyway, just want to explain the difference between bro code. Like um, if you told me something and you didn't want me to tell anyone or whatever it was, then it stays between you and me. Hmm. Um, and that's bro code, I guess. I don't know what the female version, whatever, who cares? Them code because I'm gender binary, non-binary. Are you? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm, oh, just, you're, you're I'm, I'm right. making it. <laughs> Making it non-binary, so them code. Are we making public Uh, announcements now? No, they they them code is, uh, so it's just not gender specific, but don't use it as an excuse for shitty behavior. If your mate's cheating on their missus, tell them. Don't care if you lose a mate over it. You don't want a shitty friend. There is a very good chance that if your mate is cheating on his missus with someone else, God knows what he's saying about you. Mm. Or doing, or, or, you know, backstabbing. No. I guarantee if you stepped out of line, he will call you on it. Guaranteed. But like start drama. So he will make sure that your missus or whatever knows that you're just to deflect from his behavior. Yeah. Classic douchebag. Anyway. You know what I'm also not a fan of? Yes. When, um, 
marriage people's marriages break up and you're you're having a conversation with somebody else about it and they go oh yeah yeah she she was cheating on him you go oh she was cheating on him yeah but he cheated on her first (laughs) you know she found out so she cheated on him what i'm sorry but how is this logical well i don't think the second one's really cheating like i feel that once you find out that someone's cheating then you're not really with that person anyway unless you choose to stay and fix it that's different yeah but i don't i'm I'm not a fan of tit for tat you know no i think i would i think i would because i i have been cheated on Mm -hmm. and i can assure you the last thing that i wanted to do was be with somebody else to spite that other person. Yeah. No, that's fair. I was just like, you know what? I don't think my relationship's doing very well right now. <laughs> it turned out it was her problem, not a me problem. She was just a fucking piece of shit. Um, and that goes for anybody. Anybody who is the cheater, it's their problem. It's nothing to do with you. Yeah. I'm not a fan of people who go, oh, well, you know, there must have been a reason why they cheated. How about they're a fucking cheater? You know, not, oh, the marriage is having problems and all of that, so they needed to, like, go to the arms of somebody else. No, no, you're a cheater. Plain and simple. You do not tell truth. And a coward. Just leave. And a coward. Exactly. What is your pancreas doing? We went to Ursula Carlson on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. It was a cold evening. Granted. I had a long sleeve, thickish shirt on because I knew we weren't going to be outside too much. The wife had something very similar on. And there's a cloakroom. The reason why I know that there was a cloakroom is because there was one person standing there doing almost nothing while everyone was leaning up against it, using it as a fucking bar. To get to where we were sitting was a fucking hike and a half downhill down the stairs with no railings. Hang on to. Yeah, I remember that. If you had mobility issues, I was fine. But if you had mobility issues, you were having an issue. So we get to our seats. We're all, we were relatively early, but not too early. Uh, and there were people milling around and stuff. So next to my wife sat a young girl. She bought her ticket. She's entitled to that seat. I will give you that. However, don't fucking sit there the whole show with your fucking dirty, great, big fucking puffer jacket on. Spilling over into my wife's section because you've got your fucking puffer jacket on. Guy next to me sitting there in his dirty, great big fucking jacket too. So we weren't taking up much space because you know what? We didn't have an extra five layers of clothing on in like one jacket. If you're going to do that and you are obviously taking up more space and then so the bottom part of a jacket, because it wasn't done up, was like getting into my wife's space, like on her leg and stuff. Take your jacket off. Put it behind you on the seat. Put it under your seat. Put it in the cloakroom. Don't fucking sit there and then have the people who are sitting next to you be inconvenienced by your fucking puffer jacket. And by the way, it wasn't Arctic conditions. It was only 11 degrees. And we're inside. Where it wasn't cold. Take the fucking jacket off. And the prick next to me, fucking take the jacket off too. And if he fucking 
laughed in that bullshit way that he was laughing almost in my ear one more time, I was going to throat punch him. <laughs> That's how he laughed. It fucking drove me insane. Drove me insane. So when we went to see Bert Kreischer, we sat, I made sure that we were on the edge of whatever aisle that we were on. So we were like, where I sent you a photo, we weren't that far back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the three, so there was us two. My husband was on the aisle. I was next to him. And then there was three people. Don't know the dynamic. Don't really care. So the three people, they're quite young, would say late, late 20s. You can only get two drinks at a time. By the time we sat down first, they came, I don't know, 10 minutes later, they sat down. They had, they each had two beers each. Mm -hmm. And then within two to three minutes, they'd finished both those beers. Can somebody please explain that to me? How, if the show is only going to be for about an hour, an hour and a half, how, when you're sitting down watching TV at night, how many drinks would you have in an hour and a half? You wouldn't even finish one can, but all of a sudden you're let loose into the public and you need to drink four drinks in an hour and a half. Why? So, so they got up between, so say it was half an hour before the show was started, maybe 20 minutes. They got up like five times, not no. all at the same time. No. And what was pissing me off more is the girl, every time she got up and we obviously had to shuffle back a little bit, turn to the side, I was, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm like, shut your fucking mouth and just go. Mm. Like, say you're sorry. Like, this is the fifth time now that you fucking got up. Like, during the show, they got up probably three times to all go get beers. Well, what was the use of spending the money to see the show if you're going to keep fucking going? The amount of beers that they had drunk was probably between 12 and 15 each that's not right it was that's a lot right. and it was just more annoying that they kept fucking going in front of us like you know i i remember i was listening to ursula carlson's podcast the wife and i were and she was talking about the logistics of her shows um and so when it's a comedy i think it's any any entertainer right if they're not comfortable with the possibility that there could be intoxication, therefore trouble. They actually instruct the venue when to close the bar. Yeah, but Bert Kreisch is a known drinker, so I'm guessing he Yeah, really I know, care. but I'm just saying, like, it, it exercise a little bit of fucking diplomacy for the people who choose not to have 15 drinks during your one-and-a-half-hour show. Like, they were, like, not disruptive besides to us having to move every 10 minutes. Anyway, sorry, I overtook your pancreas. But yes, we went to the Super Weird Theater, Aware Theater as well. And I'm glad that I'm sitting on the edge of, even though I'm sitting by myself, that's fine. I'll live um, at J. Cool. But yeah, I think I'm sitting down because I'm in row E. That's down the bottom, like on the chairs. Are you on the floor? Yeah, I'm on the floor. We couldn't get two tickets on the floor. No, because there was one ticket and I got. Like the one spot. Ego's going to hate you. Mm-hmm. Although Ego's in row one. Ego's in row one. We're in row three. So if our seats on Saturday night were like 52, 53, the seats that we've got for J. Cool are like 62, 63. <laughs> like they're the same right. row. <laughs> oh, they're, they're the same, same row. row looking forward, looking directly at the person. Yeah. 
So I can't remember how many rows are before, like when the alphabet actually starts on the floor. There's about 10 rows maybe. So maybe I'm on the floor. But, yeah, anyway. What are we moving on to now? RuPaul's? All-Stars. Season 8. Start it. RuPaul's Drag Race. Dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. So they've definitely got a budget this season. Mm-hmm. 200K prize plus the 50K super secret prize. Secret squirrel. Which I think Irene Dubois started. I feel. Yeah, because her looks were actually really, when she kept putting them up. But the queens have been doing that for ages. They have, but not all, not all of them. It's about time they did. I mean, these these drag artists and performers, it's they spend money. I feel that Irene did it out of spite, though. Well, she possibly started a phenomenon. For no, yeah, but you missed out because you're supposed to be in this season, Irene, because you don't get the 50,000 prize for being popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just get about one hour of showtime. Yep. So we went through the people who were going to be on it. Mm-hmm. No one's surprising. They, they, no one, no, no Shangela coming out of a box. No. They were all the people that you read. We've got two miscongenialities in this. Before we even talk about it, who's your favorite? Who's who's where your Mrs. Kasha Davis? Really? Okay, I'm going Look, Jimbo. Yeah, you can go Jimbo. And can I just let me just say, I have loved Mrs. Kasha Davis since season seven. Mm-hmm. I fully understand, acknowledge, and accept the fact that she's probably not going to win. Right. Okay. So I'm not picking her because you asked for my favorite. Right. Right. Mrs. Kasha Davis. However, there are some people who are sneaking into that little bubble that I've got. I think, I think there's a very good chance that by the end of it, James Mansfield could very well be in the top three. Hmm. My little dark horse. Mm. She's my little dark horse. I'm not going with, she annoys me. I'm not going with the underdog. I mean, there's a difference between who I want to win, who I know is not going to win, and who's probably going to win. I, I want... Mrs. Kasha Davis to win. I want so do to I. win. So do I, but here's the reality. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to happen. No, but all right, I'm going with top three. I'm going to do top okay. three. I'm going to do Jimbo. Agreed. Um, Heidi. Mm-hmm. Because I want her there, not because I think that she's going to be there, but I want her there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her there, but I think that she's going to be is Candy Muse. That's who I think is going to be there. Here is the reason why you're probably right, but here is the reason why I think that Candy Muse won't be. Okay. She even said herself she's very polarizing. And I think if there is an opportunity to get her out, they're going to take it. Do you think? 
because she mm-hmm. does, she's the one that starts the drama. So why wouldn't they keep her? But the other girls. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. First, yeah. Like the first out. opportunity, very first opportunity, she's out the door. Uh, my top three, uh, I, I agree with Jimbo. I think Jimbo's going to have to monumentally fuck up to not get to the top three. I th- I'm I'm throwing in my dark horse at the beginning because we're obviously reviewing one and two today. Mm-hmm. So my dark horse is James Mansfield. Really don't want Candy Muse there. I'm not overly fussed with Heidi and Closet. I love Heidi. I think What's gapping for... in. <laughs> I think. Who are my choices? Look, I would have swapped out Heidi for maybe Kahana. That's who I was thinking maybe the third, but I think the only thing that's really possibly going to save her from week to week is probably going to be her runways. Yes. But that only takes you so far. Exactly. Yeah. So um, if she's constantly in the bottom, I think the girls will look at that and they'll put her up. So we had the mini challenge, Russian extravaganza. For the first episode, first million mm-hmm. challenge. Um, mm-hmm. I agreed with the judges with Darian. I wasn't mm-hmm. I'm like, you're coming back with all this weight loss, you look great. Did she have the surgery? I meant to ask you. I don't think she did. I think she's actually lost the weight. Um her she got a lot more turkey than you. Did you say that? I did. Did you think I don't fucking compare that shit? I, I looked at it and went, oh, she's not good at Thanksgiving. I'm still pretty good. I'm still okay. Um, but she's great, I, though. I'm so guessing, she's lost about the same weight that I've lost. I'm guessing that she's older than you, though. Like, no. I, I, no? She looks no. older. I think, she's a, a year or, I think she's a year or two younger than me. Okay. That's why I the, thought it might have been the surgery because the skin's not snapping back. Not sure. Yeah. My skin's actually doing okay. I mean, bad. I've got it. It's there. I've got it. But I but also she's got it on spend... the sides. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have lovely sides. Just people just carry fat differently in different places. Apparently, I fingers... still do this. I still do this. <laughs> but see, even when I was at my work, even when I was at my heaviest, I've never had big hands. I've always had like slender looking hands. Uh, <laughs> uh so Darian uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't I would love for Darian to get pretty far. No, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I think she's going to, I don't know. I don't think she's comfortable in her body yet. No, she's like, not. Like I, I, she's just not, she doesn't, she's still got body dysmorphia, which we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she just hasn't, like she wore a t-shirt on the runway. She was Billie Eilish, shut up. Like, no, that's not drag. That's like what RuPaul says, literal. Drag is open to interpretation. She uh, just what Billy Irish wears. She didn't interpret. Didn't do it differently. Is Adore is Adore Delano not doing drag? What do you mean? 
Adore Delano would wear something very similar. Yeah, but that's Adore Delano's look. Adore Delano's not trying to be Billie Eilish. So Darian's interpreting. Nah, not a fan. Get off the runway. Okay. Um, Monica Beverly Hills and Jessica Wilde, both Egyptian. Jessica Wilde's from Puerto Rico. No, I'm saying they both did Egyptian. In the oh, but did you show? I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, but Jessica Wilde's was far superior. Yes, I agree. Um, I love Jimbo's Marilyn. I love Jimbo. <laughs> you know what? I when when she came around the corner and I I looked at the dress and went. Oh my god, she's making it look like when the air's blowing it up. It's not just the dress. Yeah. It's it was really, really good. Like Jimbo is top notching it. She's, she's doing she's she gives grouse. me like Evie Oddly vibes where it's very yeah. different. It's very I'm not saying that she copies Evie Oddly. I'm just saying like she's just got this brain that we actually physically saw. Um, but she's just got this brain that just works differently. Mm. She's quite mm-hmm. funny. Um, but I even yeah. Oh, we forgot somebody for the top three. Oh, who? unless they throw, unless they just throw her out because they fucking can't stand her. Alexis Michelle. Uh you mean Demi Lovato? Because that's all I see whenever she's in drag. I know, right? But um, so her runways were very, very good. Yeah, they were very, very good. But the thing that gets me the most. Was the whole when they were giving her her rap on the thing, thank you, the thank you moment, which is I think it's a meme now or a thank you or whatever. <laughs> but they, but they're like, I oh, am you're beautiful and you're this, this, she's like, thank you. <laughs> I have, I can't tell you how many times I've done it <laughs> in the last week, especially when I've been in the office and someone's handed me something. I've gone, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, her personality could very well just get her thrown out. Like, they, they, she might be another one, first chance. First chance, I'll turf. Um, but if she can manage to get safe or be in the top, because she's not stupid and she's not not talented, and she's definitely stepped her game up with her looks compared to season whatever she was in. Nine. I know why James Mansfield Mansfield's not going to make it. She can't dance at all. It's because her uh, her center of gravity is too low. <laughs> in the glam rock, in the whatever pop group, whatever they had for the I'd love her. challenge, she could not. She was looking around like, oh, I was like, oh no. She looked like a six-year-old at a recital trying to look for the I, teacher. I know. But can I just point out how great Darian Lake looked in that wig? Yeah. Uh, like, I like, thought she did all right. She's she very she's very pretty. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so. I was surprised to... that Kahana wasn't in the bottom just because Candy Muse and Kahana, they didn't know the, they didn't know the words. No, but they weren't paying attention to that, and the runway saved them. It was one of those times where the runway saved them. So we got to the bottom two, and the bottom two were Darian Lake and Monica Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And the winner of Le Challenge 
was Kahana. Which I didn't think and she should have won. But anyway. I did not think I, – I totally agree with you. I did not think she should have won either. But, you know, that's probably why we just judge the judges. Um, so then – so All-Star Rules are back in play again, and we have the Lip Sync Assassin. Mm-hmm. And the very first Lip Sync Assassin was Aja the Queen. <laughs> Aja the Queen. Uh, Can we just talk about Kahana not Mm -hmm. having nails on to pick the lipstick? Did you pick up on that? That was probably the one thing I missed. She did not have any nails on and her gangly little fingers are hovering. This is when they zoom in on your hands. You know what Alaska says. If you're not wearing nails. You're not doing drag. I 100% agree with that. She had her nasty, normal nails on. They they mm-hmm. weren't even manicured. Trying to pick out the lipstick. Go back and watch it because it's gross. And yeah, no. You no. So Aja and Kahana lip sync to some song. Um, <clears throat> neither one of them pulled my focus. It could have gone either way, and either way, I would have been like, "Okay." Had this been had, had this been a lip sync for your life, I think they were both going on. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. So, Aja won. So Which of course, didn't matter she... anyway, because they both they everyone chose Monica Beverly Hills. Well, not everyone. Well, Monica Beverly Hills would have gone home. Monica Beverly Hills was going home. My thing was uh, RuPaul, bitch, you put her in the bottom two. And then you're shocked when they vote her out. <laughs> did you see it? When they go, uh, yeah. you know, uh, did, <gasps> did you see Aja have her 20 minutes of fame when she was like doing the whole lipstick thing? And she's like, and they've chosen Monica. Beverly Hills. Like she gave us all that little bit extra screen time. <laughs> and then RuPaul was like, oh, and it's like, bitch, you you can't tell me you don't know who won the Queen's pick and two of who the Queen they picks. do. The producers fucking tell them. No. They tell them. They're like, they tell them, and then she just decides which one she wants to go home. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, or if they both if they both have the same lipstick, they go. Do I really want this bitch to win the ten, twenty, or thirty thousand dollar tip? No. Okay, I'm going with the lip sync assassin. Like, mm. come on. You know, it was like the second episode with their lip sync assassin. That was fucking planned. Yeah, I agree. See ya, Monica Beverly Hills. Bye. Who who totally stepped away from drag and then decided to come back when there was two hundred grand on the line. Sorry about it, girl, but you did not deserve to stay. And RuPaul, your acting is dodgy at the best of times, but that was some of the worst acting I've ever seen from you. The whole, <gasps> when it happened, you fucking put her there. You um, didn't want to Don't put her in the bottom two. Asia looks super different too. She had some work done. Transitioning. Oh, really? She also had her skin fixed. Yes, she did. Yeah. But apparently the hormones fixed that as well. Oh, good for her. Um, Aja the Queen. The Queen. So then we move on to episode two. 
Audio live. Live schedules. Can oh before, can we just talk about Alexis Michelle's bald spot? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fryer tuck. <laughs> She's having fryer tuck moments. But can we just talk about the untucked where not only was uh Alexis uh Michelle having her moment, she was having Monica's moment as well. Monica's breaking down. She knows she's going home. And then Alexis just starts bursting into tears. And I was sitting there going, oh, she's going to be like trying to save Monica. And she's like, and I was just worried about how I was going to be received when I came in. I'm like, yeah, she was having her, like Monica Beverly Hills was having her moment. Mm-hmm. Alexis hijacks it, takes it for her own. I was so worried about how I was going to be received when I came in here. <laughs> and you know what? The looks on everyone's faces, especially Mrs. Kasha, da- J- Kasha Davis was fucking gold. Mrs. Kasha Davis is like, fuck off with this. Right? And even Monica had this look like, you stole my moment. It was almost <laughs> like that, the Gondras charge. I think, like, <laughs> just I, I just it, it just cracked me up but the thing is with the alexis michelle moment when she was doing her whole thing i was still still uh laughing about the whole thank you <laughs> i do so need to watch it again if you're watching this and you watch it before you actually meet us or see us at expo and you say anything remotely nice this is the response you're going to get from me Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you say anything nice, we're gonna be like, I was so worried about how we were going to be received when we walked into the convention center. <laughs> I'm more excited about dinner on Friday night, just saying. I know, all right. Korean barbecue. Bring it. And all that queens. So La La Re. Setting up sneaky alliances everywhere. Lala Ree is, but you know what? Alexis Michelle would like to set up their own kind of alliance with Lala Ree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Docking. You touch the tips. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that's because Lala Ree's going. <laughs> Unless she gets saved. Hmm. <laughs> I don't, she doesn't stand out for me, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Can I, can I just go back to episode one where we found out that four people voted for Darian? Obviously Monica was one of them. Mm -hmm. And then the other three were like, we're so compelled by her story. Like the first one said, and the other two were like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just, let's go with that. We were compelled by her story. And that's why we wanted to stay. You just wanted Darian gone because there's a chance that if Dar- Darian doesn't like you and she gets the opportunity to vote you out, bitches vote yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's following any sort of, oh, but, you know, she's been in the bottom two times. Darian would be like, no, you're a competition. You're Bye. competition, you're out the door, see you later. Yeah, exactly, because that's how you should play it. Don't worry about track records. If their track record is better than yours, why do you want to keep them in the competition based on their track record? Because you know what? They're going to walk right over the top of you in the next episode or two. You get rid of the fucking top competition. It doesn't matter if you're left with the three worst drag queens in fucking drag RuPaul's Drag Race history, then you know that you're one step closer to the 200K. Hmm. You stack the odds, you stack the deck in your favor. Mm -hmm. 
Like, don't come at me with this fucking bullshit. Let's all sit around a campfire singing Kumbaya and, like, let, may the best person win. No. I'm in there to win. I'm in there to win the 200 grand. I am going to make sure that the weakest fuckers are in that top three with me. So all I have to do is fight on stage and I should be fine. Yeah. Episode two. RDR Live. So we had first group, which was Lala, Ree, Heidi, and uh, James and Nisha. I don't know. Oh, I think I touched on this the last time we spoke about it, but I just, Nisha Lopez in drag, hot. Nisha Lopez out of drag, hot. Yeah, the trade. Common denominator, Nisha Lopez is just hot. Yeah, she's the trade of the season. But mm-hmm. bad actor. And still, you know what the worst part I just was? see Demi Lovato. But anyway. Yeah, but you know what the worst part was? Was that Nisha just gave it up to Heidi. Gave the part up. Yeah. Didn't try and fight for it at all. Mind you, wasn't Heidi the first one to say, I want news, I want news anchor. And then mm-hmm. La La was like, I do too. And instead of presenting the argument to La La Ree, she was like going to Heidi and then goes, basically, you can have it. Why not just fight Lila Ree for it? But having said that, whether or not she was doing the job that she had or news anchor, she wasn't going to be great. But I will say this. How good was James Mansfield? I don't know. The voice annoys me. Yeah, yeah because you know what? Out of drag, that voice doesn't exist. No. Correct. And I understand that there's a character thing, but so do I. the character thing's annoying. Drop it. Mm. Yeah, no. Not a fan of the voice. So I can't get past the voice. So I can't get to the funny. I don't know. But she was great. Candy Muse is the host. Mm. She does her makeup. But this eye thing that she's got going on is a bit shit. Because she has small eyes in comparison to her face. Correct. But then she does makeup that makes her eyes even smaller. Yeah, the, the putting the the color, the eyeshadow, whatever it is, just in the corners. It just there is ways to make your eyes appear bigger, and it seems to me that she's doing things to make her eyes appear smaller. And I can't tell if her eyes are open or closed. Yeah, because she just has small eyes. It's... Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So uh, she can paint. But I just don't think that she's painting for her face. Mm. But her opening monologue was good. And then Mm -hmm. Mrs. Kasha Davis coming in. That was funny. That little thing there. Correct. Yep. That was good. That was good. Mrs. Kasha Davis did okay in this challenge. I was surprised Jimbo, sorry, Jessica Wilde held her own with Jimbo. Well, Jessica Wilde speaks English now, apparently. Doesn't no, she said it doesn't matter that I don't speak English anymore because Yeah, but she speaks care. English now because yeah. apparently in season two she didn't speak English. I don't know, they didn't have subtitles over that part, so I couldn't understand her. With that whole conversation when they were talking about golden showers and stuff, I was just sitting there going and then she's like, Yeah, I do it and I'm like We're in a TMI moment here. You don't need to know. Um, I have the to memoirs say, of a golden shower child. Yeah, the Michelle Visage part I didn't find that funny, but Alexis Michelle on the runway, wow, yep, wow. Uh, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
she could end up in the top three. So in the top was James Mansfield, Jimbo, and Heidi. Yep. And they only had oh, two can we the just bottom. can we just talk about Jessica and Jimbo? Can we just talk about how funny it was? And then Mrs. Kasha Davis coming in again, being like the 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 lesbian who was getting her like fucking bushes <laughs> trimmed and all of that. That was fucking gold. Um, and then I'm sorry, Jimbo's runway. I can't remember what it was. What was it again? It was the um social media. The one phones. The, yeah, there's no the phones and all of that. The lights. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it actually reminded me of an updated interpretation of um Alyssa Edwards' camera dress. Yeah. It reminded me of that as soon as I saw it. I went much better, okay. but yeah, a lot better. Yeah. I don't I know. See, it. I'm still at the first four episodes of all stars where i'm not booked yet mm-hmm. like i'm not i'm trying to make myself pay attention because i have to write notes to remember mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna have to restart it again because i'm just not i'm not in it yet give me snatch game i'll be in it i try to you know how i have been tasked with the activity of looking forward oh i wrote what... that but anyway i wrote what next week is going to be I tried to look for it last night, couldn't find it. Oh, they said it in the end of the episode. Oh, I wasn't paying attention because I look online. Supermarket ball. And now it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shopping yeah. cart. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, I tried to look up what four was. It's not because no. they usually give you a snippet. It's not up yet, as in what the episode's going to be. So I'm assuming that that would be the Snatch Game episode. They, look, they've stuck with the usually four, episode five, they do Snatch Game. They did it earlier last season in season 15, but <laughs> there was a lot of them. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so bottom was – they only had two in the bottom. I thought that was weird. I like they only have two. They only had five people on stage um, as opposed to six. Um, and so it was – Naisha. Naisha. And Kahana. And Kahana. And, uh, oh, so the winner of the uh, episode slash challenge slash everything was Jimbo. You mean her burp in the confessional? I know, it was great. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, <clears throat> so Jimbo's standing there on stage on her own and then they do the slow reveal to who the lip sync assassin is going to be. Mm. And it's coming up and it's coming up and it's coming up to reveal that it's Pangina Heels. The bitch who stole Christmas. Well, stole Canada versus the world or whatever it was. UK versus the world. Which one was it? Can't remember. Um, It was Canada versus the world. Yes, because it was from. Yeah. And stole it from Jimbo by voting Jimbo out. So this was redemption time. I would like to throw out there at this point in time that I will say, along with episode one, with episode two, had they been lip syncing for their lives, both were going home. Yeah, the lip syncs aren't. It was a non-event. Yeah. It was a non-event. However, there had to be a winner. Give me some real lip sync assassins. I want to see some Anitra and Sasha Colby coming out. Whoa. They're saving them. They're saving ah. them. 
They got to put them in soon because otherwise it's just going to get to episode nine and there's going to be $90,000 up <laughs> for your lip can syncs. I, can I just tell you something funny I saw on social media and I thought you would get a kick out of this. So Anitra was too sick for RuPaul's DragCon. Couldn't go. So Mistress Isabel Brooks on her social media had the banner thing, right? And it was like, um, don't let RuPaul's Drag Race tell you that she's not going to be here. Come to come to the uh, booth, Fat Anitra. <laughs> so she's holding the sign saying she's Fat Anitra and like putting the word fat in front of Anitra. <laughs> fat Anitra's going to be here. Come and see me. <laughs> That's actually funny. So um, they do their lip sync. <laughs> it's not that great. It's really not that great. Um, and, uh, we have to say goodbye to the trade of the season. Yeah. Real early. Yeah. Um, but you know, we actually do eventually find out that I think both of them, both, both lipsticks were Nasha. Um, Nasha Lopez is gone. They're going to say it was because of track record because Kahana won the week before. But that just leans into our theory of you get the fucking strongest ones out because it may only be one bad week. I would have got honestly between Nisha and Kahana, I would have taken out Kahana because her runways are much better. That's what I'm saying. Like subscribe to our theory, you get the strong one out. Yeah. Having said that though, like Nisha Lopez isn't a slouch. No, I just think that she just doesn't have the personality to do the acting challenges. I don't know. Yeah, but there may only be in one. And maybe that's what also, though, I mean, they, they are going to say it was track record and Nasha was safe the first week and in the bottom two the second week or whatever. Uh-huh. So we've lost Monica Beverly Hills and we've also lost Nasha Lopez. So that was two episodes. We don't really do in Untucked and I didn't watch it. I'm not hooked I yet. The, I, I actually watched both of them. I can't remember what happened in the second one. I'm going to watch him. I was actually started watching him and then you messaged me 15 minutes and I was like, oh, okay, i got to go. Oh, <laughs> um, Soz. That's all right. I, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to be at Drag Expo. So excited. I'm more excited uh, to go to dinner with the queens. Same. The but our booth is going to be DM3. It's, it's DM3. It's <laughs> right near the VIP room and a lounge. Yeah, it's VIP lounge area, and it's yeah. right across from that. Yes. Um, I think we have the Sydney Drag Ball next to us. Oh, <gasps> uh, Yeah, if you're watching, come visit. Um, if you're listening and you're going to be at Expo, come visit. You know, stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. And you'll be seeing us do our thing. You'll also be seeing us sitting around just shooting the shit all of that other stuff. You may see us in lines because it's not beneath me to stand in a line to meet somebody if I really want to. Just want to thank everybody for listening to us on the podcast streaming service that you are listening to. Want to thank everybody also for watching us on YouTube. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe and ding the little bell for notification. We will see some of you at the Drag Expo this weekend. Please come up and say hello to us. Haley, do you have any final thoughts? No. Oh, except I was at Officeworks today and a lady returned two pieces of A4 paper. Yeah, what's the deal with that? 
Hey, hey, before you go, you were going to tell me why you were irrationally mad at me. Oh, that's true. Okay, so I had, you know, you have one of those dreams that are really vivid and you wake up and you're like, did that actually happen? And you have to Mm -hmm. like sort yourself back out into reality. Well, Mm -hmm. you in my dream decided to dump a dead body on me and was like, you need to hold this and get rid of it. And I was like, that okay. Actually sounds like something that I would do. (laughs) You just wrapped this person into a tarp of some form and dumped them on me and was like, you need to get rid of this. And then I was like trying to think of ways to get rid of a body. And then I ended up putting it in a boot of the car and trying to, I think I decided to burn it. Mm-hmm. And then you but showed see, here's up the thing. This this is 100% something that I would do and my reasoning behind it would be I've got lifting restrictions. <laughs> I was I'm like still not totally recovered. <laughs> I was I wasn't mad that you killed anyone. I was mad that you dumped me with the body and then didn't help me try and dispose of it. Welcome to what life being married to me would be like. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> that's why I was irrationally mad at you because I woke up being like oh shit, I have a dead body that I got to get rid of. <laughs> bro code well, bro code so thank you everyone for listening hopefully we'll see you at the expo uh be sure sure to tune in especially on youtube because we're actually going to be doing some live uh stuff that's going straight up without an edit no edit no blame it on the edit uh and we'll obviously be able we'll have interviews we'll have some fun some games whatever uh and anybody who can't make it you're in our thoughts bye bye we love you all bye. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.